Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I'm excited, as always, to be here. It's going to be a great show. It is. And we're broadcasting from live from Austin, Texas. So um, a lot of great feedback on the topics we've been doing in the past couple weeks. We really, really sincerely appreciate your listenership and your continued support and all the great feedback we get from all of you. Um, email is always responded to when you guys communicate directly with us. Um, if you have any show topic ideas, obviously feel free to forward those directly to me, and I'll send those to our producer. So it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And I really appreciate all of you who are embracing the free coaching call that we've been offering for the past few months. So if any of you guys ever need any free coaching calls, any, need, any of you need help, you know, it's interesting, Julie, we're at that time of the year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as I think about this, uh, I just I can't help but to think to myself, how the heck is it? it, it you know, how how does the year go by so fast? It's almost you know, mm-hmm. it's almost overwhelming sometimes. You know, no matter where you are in the course of the year, to realize how fast time's going by. You know, so guys, here's the thing: no matter where you are in your business, no matter what time of year it is, whether you're ahead of where you want to be on target or, or you're way behind. You got to remember that it's always going to be about the efforts that you take, the actions that you take that's going to get you back on course or really maybe make it so that you go to the next level. So if there's ever anything we can do for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Um, another quick announcement, and then Julie has some shout-outs to some of our uh, coaching clients who are doing fantastic we are going to soon be, after lots and lots of effort, we're going to be rolling out a new student loan program. Now, here's what's unique about this program. It's not going to be dependent on your credit. Why are we doing that? Because I know a lot of you guys are still licking your wounds in one capacity or the other from the real estate crash. So some of you who'd love to join a coaching program know the how, you know how beneficial it can be. You know that all the top producing agents in the country always have coaches, and you know that if you had a coach, someone to show you the way that you'd get to where you want to go a lot faster. And it's always bothered me because so many of you that we come in contact with um, we'd love to help, but you guys just, you know, we have coaches to pay. We have bills to pay. We have everybody caught. So what we've done is we've partnered with, well, I shouldn't say really partnered. We finally found a lender, uh, and the lender uh, is frankly on board with offering all of you guys student loans. So what, I think probably the next two weeks you're going to be able to join our Real Estate Coaching Essentials program, which is a fantastic program, great feedback on that program, and you're going to be able to literally, everyone's going to be approved. So we're going to be talking more about that over the next couple of weeks. But the bottom line is, is if you're one of the agents out there who would love to get into a coaching program to help you, you know, basically lay the map out for you where you need to go and what steps you need to take to get there, uh, but you just haven't had the financial wherewithal to be able to afford it, well, very soon we're going to eliminate that as your um, excuse, and you're going to be able to take charge of your future. And, you know, and that's what's really exciting, and that's the reason that Julie and I have been sort of um, – I was going to say possessed by the fact that so many of you want to join the coaching program but don't have the money, but that really is the word. It's possessed by it. 
You know, that's a constant conversation we've had because so many of you, if you've just needed to, if someone just were to basically give you a slight hand up, if someone were just to like, you know, maybe get, give you just a slight boost, you could do amazing things with your lives. And we're, we're almost there. Give us a couple weeks. And when that starts happening, we're going to be talking about it on the radio. And then every single one of you are going to be able to have, um, you know, be part of one of our coaching programs, Real Estate Coaching Essentials. So I'm super excited about that. So the topic of today's radio show, and yes, Julie, I know you want to do some shout-outs. The topic mm-hmm. of today's radio show, and we, we always choose, choose incendiary titles so you guys will pay attention, but the topic right. of today's radio show is Are You a Real Estate Coward? And I'll tell you where we got this inspiration. So Julie and I are huge advocates of uh, Dr. Laura Schlesinger, and you guys who have been with us for a long time, you know we always suggest you read her books. She's got a daily radio show um, uh, that's on Sirius. So you should absolutely, positively tune into Dr. Laura. She offers a lot of really practical sort of, mostly relationship advice, but it's funny how much of the stuff that she says is directly transferable to basically being a successful business person. Now, here's the funny thing, Julie. As I was saying her name, I guarantee you some people immediately <laughs> stopped listening because she, right. she, she takes a lot of pride, as do we, in being very honest and very transparent with folks when they're doing something right and or doing something wrong. So she was talking the other, this is probably two weeks ago, Julie and I were on a long drive going to some event. It was like a four-hour drive, and we were listening to Dr. Laura. And she started, she, she called somebody a coward because this person in particular was avoiding wanting to confront somebody who they knew was doing wrong on a child. And so she just basically said, you're just, you know, the, the word is coward. You're just, there's no rationalization for it. You're just doing, so I thought, well, there's an interesting word, coward, because that word is very, as I said, incendiary, but at the same time, it's also a little bit offensive, right? I mean, if someone calls you a coward, doesn't that word just sort of make your hairs in the back of your neck stand up? Well, that's the intent of today's radio show. So what Julie and I are going to do is we're going to ask all of you to consider the information we're going to present to you and ask yourself if you're guilty of being a real estate coward. We're going to present to you uh, several points, and then you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself if you are essentially, like I said, being a coward. And if you are, we're going to tell you what to do about it. So, Julie, before we get to that, um, you have a student you wanted to mention. Yes, absolutely, and the student's name is Melanda Reese, and her coach is our coach, uh, Nick Hansen, great coach, as all of them are, but in this case, uh, this is a Nick client, and Melanda had uh, sent Nick a great email that Nick then forwarded to me as head coach, and, he, and she said, Nick, I thought I would check in and let you know that I picked up the book Miracle Morning as recommended, so side note here, sometimes having a great coach means pointing you in the direction of what you should be reading and why. So kudos to Melanda for being coachable, picked up the book, implemented the Miracle Morning. That's the most important part is that she actually implemented it. She says, what a difference. I woke up at 5.45, had time to walk the dog, meditate, read, and journal. I still didn't get to the office till 8.45, but it's better than my normal 9.30. I prospected with a different energy today, good leads, and even set a listing appointment for tomorrow for three small apartment buildings. That was a for sale by owner call. I kept looking at the clock because it seems so late, but it's only 2.30. Then she goes through her checklist. Fizbo's, check. Expired's, check. All lead follow-up done, check. Admin, done. One listing under contract, already done. Listing appointment, double check. That's all before 2.38 in the afternoon. I mean, that is a powerful day. And Melanda is someone who has been working on her time management. So the most important thing here, 
not only was she coachable and did what her coach asked, but she implemented it, and she's already seeing results on the very first day that she took it seriously. So kudos to Melinda in Atlanta. Nicely done. You know, Julie, that reminds me of an email that we received last week uh, where it was a student. Well, actually, I don't even know if this was a student. It was a listener who was basically thanking us for drilling down on the concept that you and I created over a decade ago that essentially long-term ever-increasing success comes down to this one thing, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And what you just described that Yolanda was doing was in essence that, right? So you don't necessarily have to feel like doing the work. You don't necessarily have to feel like getting up in the morning. You don't have to feel like exercising. You don't right. have to feel like calling you for You probably by won't. <laughs> you don't have, right. The chances are at 5.40 in the morning, you know, Melinda <laughs> was probably reaching for the snooze Melinda. button but had to resist. Right. So the thing is, guys, is ever-increasing success, i.e. not just fits and occasional, you know, uh, good months, but ever-increasing success in your life comes down to one thing. You guys need to remember this. Um, and again, I know not all of you are listening and paying attention right now as we say this, but it's so powerful if you get it. When Julie and I put the pieces together of this concept, I promise you it changed our lives. That's the reason that we know it's so important because we saw the effect it had on us, Okay. So ever-increasing long-term success, in other words, good month after good month, good year after good year, your life, the quality of your life, the quality of your relationships, your financial health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your familial relationships, your education, all of those things, right, are always getting better. That can be a choice that you make, right, because once you accept the fact that doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, that is the key to success. Waiting around to feel a certain way, waiting around for someone to inspire you, waiting around for you to feel motivated, waiting around for you to manifest some sort of passion will make it so that you will maybe occasionally, when you're feeling really energized and really motivated and you go and knock on that for sale by owner door and you get that listing, or you have this really great interaction with somebody at Starbucks and they end up basically listing, okay, occasionally you can pick up breadcrumbs, right, of success. But if you want ever-increasing, long-term success, it always comes down to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is a mindset challenge for everybody, not just for you, but for everybody. Master that, or at least be constantly working on mastering that, and your life will change faster than you possibly can imagine. If you know you need to lose weight and you don't want to exercise, don't wait to feel like exercising. Just start exercising, and then miraculously your feelings will follow your actions. If you don't feel like calling your, your centers of influence and past clients, let's say, um, start calling them, and miraculously on call number three, you're going to all of a sudden, don't, you won't even remember not feeling like not wanting to do it in the first place. Uh, we are spoiled with options on how to, quote, unquote, generate leads, but the reality of it is, is there's really only a handful of things that you can do that will generate consistent leads that won't make you broke. You guys can buy leads until the cows come home, but what you're quickly going to realize is that you're not making any profit from the business. Um, and another, you know, I'm thinking about our book, Julie. We're, as you guys know, we've been mm -hmm. dropping uh, hints about this. We're coming out with a new book called Harris Rules, and there's obviously two meanings to it. We're taking the more humble version of it, of the meanings, where it's basically here's our, here are the rules that we've found that uh, pretty much every successful person that we've ever coached, any successful person we've ever read about, any successful person we've ever met, these are the rules of their lives that they follow. And we're breaking it down into different chapters, and their chapters are easy to read. You could probably read the whole book in a few hours. 
Um, but that is one of the key ones, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And, again, don't fall prey to believing that you have to have passion for what you're doing, and then you need to have this passion in order to be successful. It's really not true. That's just some sort of urban myth, basically. Now, if you happen to have passion for certain aspects of what you do in your business, well, you're blessed. But for the most part, I promise you, for the most part, it's going to feel like a job, and be okay with that. All right, so, Julie, we are going to talk today about are you a real estate coward? And again, if you find yourself rejecting what we're about to present to you, at any point, it's because you are guilty of that thing. So if you feel your ego bubbling up and saying, oh my God, that's offensive, <laughs> or I don't like what they're saying, okay, you need to see that as an opportunity for you to learn, because whatever you resist persists, and for some reason you're resisting that exact point. So that is where you need to sort of hover for a bit and ask yourself, what about that point offends you, or why is it that you're resisting it? So hopefully that makes sense to you guys. So Julie, why don't you jump right in? Okay, perfect. So let's get clear on what a coward is in the first place. Well, <laughs> you use it as a noun. It's a person who lacks courage in facing danger, difficulty, opposition, pain, etc. It's a timid or easily intimidated person. If you use it as an adjective, it simply means lacking courage, being very fearful or timid. So that got us thinking, where might you be a coward in real estate? And most importantly, what can you do about it? So let's take a look at the six most important areas that make you money in real estate and see what might need work. So just a quick reminder, we mention these on virtually every radio show. What are the six most important things in real estate? Generating leads in the first place, following up on the leads, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. And I like to add lather, rinse, repeat. So let's take this first category, Tim, generating business. So the question is, to determine if they're a coward perhaps and maybe not every day, but maybe when they get busy, maybe certain times of year, are you a coward generating business? Are you afraid of what will happen when you have more business? So fear of success can be even more powerful than the fear of failure. Coaches hear this from agents all the time that they would have prospected or followed up on more leads last week, but they were too busy or they're fearful they can't handle it. Remember that all fear or being cowardly comes from not thinking that you can handle something. It takes courage to face the danger that you've made up in your mind about not being able to handle more business. Remember, there's real fear. A lion is going to eat you. You're going to be hit by a truck in the crosswalk. And then there's made-up fear, the stuff that's in your head. So it takes courage, especially to handle the fear that you make up in your mind. So what do you do about this? Well, build your confidence by always saying yes to opportunities and use the phrase, it's too soon to tell, because it is too soon to tell if you can handle more business. Maybe your next lead that you follow up on is an all-cash buyer who's going to buy in the, the second house that you show them. They're ready to rumble. But you don't know if you don't bother to call them back because you're feeling too busy, you're too stressed out, you don't think you can handle it. Now, maybe it turns out that the next lead is not in your wheelhouse. Simply refer them out to another agent. But make sure that you are always saying yes. And Tim, I can't remember who taught us that lesson ages ago to always say yes and then sort it out. But I think it served us well, and I think it's a great coaching lesson. What do you think? Um, people say no too often because of their egos, that's why. Because what happens if you start saying no to things, it's just because your ego is telling you that you can't handle it. Will you go to this distance? Will you handle this price range? Will you, you know, do a, you know, maybe an investment property? Well, no, I can't do those. I've never done one before. You see, that's your ego telling you that you can't handle it. Whereas if you say yes, 
even after you get into it, if you find out you're not the right agent for it, at least you can maybe co-list it with somebody else. So as Julie said, start just saying yes to everything, everything and everybody. Um, and Julie, it's the yes game, right? I mean, that's a fun little game yeah, to play, especially especially with your spouse. You got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, both your spouse play the yes game. So this weekend, play the yes game. Every time somebody asks you to go for a walk, yes. Someone asks you to go out to dinner, yes. Someone asks you to meet them someplace, yes. Someone asks you to speak at a Toastmasters event, say yes. Just get in the habit of being somebody that's always saying yes and opening yourself up to up to opportunities. Now, that's not giving you permission to start saying yes to things that are going to cause you pain and be destructive. Um, so be monitoring that, that you don't you know, take this to the next extreme. Uh, but the reality of it is, is you guys are surrounded by opportunity 24-7. You're listening to this radio show right now. We're giving you, hopefully, some useful information, and you need to start saying yes to what you're hearing. What do you risk by saying yes to what we're telling you? What do you risk by actually saying yes to the opportunity, say, for example, to have a free coaching call? What happens? Oh, I know what happens. Your ego is saying, what if they tell me something I don't like to hear? What if they challenge me on something that maybe I know that's not necessarily a good use of my time, but I've been doing it. What if they ask me to do something that I'm not comfortable? So these are all the types of thoughts that hold you back. Whereas if you start saying, yes, I'm going to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and if the coach asks me about my numbers and I don't know, I'll say I don't know. Or if I ask, they ask me about my numbers and then they figure out that my numbers suck, I need to say, yes, my numbers suck. I need to do something about it. Get it, guys? So start saying yes. And what happens, again, is everything starts opening up for you. When you run across a book that you find intriguing or anything that's going to help you along your way, say yes to it. Read it. Embrace it. So, Julie, next point, please. The next point is the point number two, following up on your leads. Are you a coward about following up on your leads? I'm not talking about just when you feel like it or when things get slow or when you feel inspired. I'm talking about everyday, relentless lead follow-up like your coaches are teaching you, like we've taught you on this radio show. Relentless lead follow-up daily. Now, do you not do it because you don't know what to say, because you run out of things to say, because you lack the confidence? So write down this phrase, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. If you're not following up on your leads because you're ignorant of what to say to them or how to say it, get some help freecoachingcallsforagents.com would be a good place to start. Remember that all great lead follow-ups should have something of value and a call to action. So something of value is, last time I talked to you at that open house, you said you're looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath in the XYZ school district. Gosh, I found three that meet your criteria and are in your price range. I can't wait to show them to you before someone else buys them. I have 3 o'clock today or 10 a.m. on Saturday available to you. So something important to them, not just the typical lead follow-up, which is why you guys lose your mojo on it. Uh, hey, I was just following up. How's it going? I'm ready when you are. Okay, something of value and a call to action. So knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. How much of being cowardly on these things are is out of ignorance, right? So work towards being less cowardly and more courageous by getting that information into your head and using real lead follow-up scripts. Same thing with pre-qualifying. You know, it does go back to scripts. Are you point number three, right, of, Julie? Yeah, I'm sorry. Julie, yeah, point, point number three. Point number three. <laughs> you got we it. get Keep criticized if we don't break up our points. <laughs> we'll get some yeah. of you guys emails back. Well, you guys said there were six points, and now you only now there are only four. It's because we forget to sometimes tell you. you. Point number right. three. Right, I get Julie. excited. So point number yeah. three is pre-qualifying. <laughs> are you afraid of what you might hear? 
Now, this has a couple of different manifestations. It's interesting. Some agents will over-pre-qualify looking for reasons not to meet with someone, and they tend to make up stories versus asking pre-qual questions because of that fear. That's a, a cowardly act, over-pre-qualifying. Well, they were going to overprice it anyway. Well, you know, it was five miles out of my normal radius, so I'm not going to go on that appointment. Julie, doesn't that go back to our, one of our original points about saying yes versus saying no? Isn't the, yeah. isn't the over-pre-qualifier basically just looking for reasons to reject that client? Absolutely. Isn't that just basically the manifestation of over-pre-qualifying? Yeah, well, so the new script should be absolutely yes, it would be my pleasure to help you. Tell me more about your situation. And then you get into the prequal questions, and if you find something really important, like they want to move, they're going to be a listing and a buy, but they haven't seen a lender yet, well, you'll know what to do about that. Instead of just saying, well, they haven't even been to a lender yet, so I'm not going to meet with them yet. And then they'll go you and listen buy with somebody else. Go ahead. Our LA, our LA clients are the worst mm-hmm. at over-prequalifying. I would agree they, with that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to mm-hmm. stay in their little you know, bubble of price range. But in their defense, it does take forever to drive anywhere. But, guys, if you, you know. <laughs> Even it, if it's it, five it, miles away. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it is ridiculous. But that's a, that's another, for example, well, I don't want to have to be stuck in traffic forever. I get that. But, listen, guys, we spent, <laughs> seems like, years and years in L.A., and here's what I know. There is no traffic if you travel during certain times of day. You know it, and I know it, okay? So, right, you, when you have an appointment, do yourself a favor and set your appointment if it's going to involve driving and traffic during times of day when there's no traffic. No more excuses, L.A. people, about the distance being too far. So just, you know, be monitoring yourself. When you're saying no to taking that listing because it's going to mean you have to sit in the car for 45 minutes, get the heck over it. Yeah, you know, you're so right about that, L.A. and surrounding L.A., which is like feels like all of California, basically. But, you know, I always ask them, all right, let's say that you took that listing. It's worth what? It's going to be a pretty decent commission. Minimum, let's say, 15 grand. So if I said, I'll tell you what, all you got to do is use a few scripts, have a great presentation, and sit in traffic for maybe up to an hour, and I'm going to hand you a check. Maybe I'll even give you cash, $15,000. Would you do it? And they always say yes. When you reframe it like that, and you show them reality, and especially if you say, you know, what's the most hours you're going to have in this deal, and you divide it out, and they're making like 400 bucks an hour, you know, that is an expression of ego if you're saying no to that, honestly. <laughs> Julie, are you so, on chat? Yes. Okay, so okay. let's try to get to let's try to get through all the rest of the points. You have three more points, and we have yep, to do it in it. eight minutes. So let's get because oh, that right, way I wasn't can, watching yeah. the clock. Okay, so no point problem. number four is presenting. Now, this is the number one place that coaches see agents being cowards. If your only strategy is to cut your commission and overprice in order to get a listing, you are a real estate coward, period. That's it. That's not a strategy. That's not a presentation. Instead, follow a specific pre-listing appointment plan. For example, always pre-qualify. We just talked about that, using a proven pre-qualifying script. Next, always send your pre-listing packet, even if it's your mom, okay? Always send your proven pre-listing packet. Always confirm the appointment. Show up early. Use your listing presentation script. And I always have a a little reminder, ABC, always be closing. Follow up relentlessly and professionally if you don't take the listing on a one-stop appointment. That's a system. That's a plan. Overpricing and under-commissioning, that's a cowardly act. If that is part of your strategy or even part of your backup plan, you're being a listing coward. 
So do something about it. Again, free coaching calls for agents.com will help you sort out. Maybe you don't have all these issues. Maybe you've just got one of these, and we'll help you get to that and overcome it. So point number five, negotiating. Now, we see cowardly agents all the time when they freak out, flip out, come unglued during negotiations. This is usually because they're afraid of their own clients and or the other agent. So stop being a negotiating coward by knowing your facts before you negotiate. What are the buyer or the seller's motivation, depending on what side of the deal you're on? What's their motivation? What's their time frame? What are the net figures if it's a seller? I just hung up with an agent that was working on a deal. They didn't know what the seller's payoff was. How can you best advise them if you don't know what numbers you're dealing with? What's the average days in the market for the type of home you're negotiating on? What's the average list to sell price ratio? Are you within those parameters? How much competition does the home have? You see how you negotiate when you're the only thing on the market is quite different than when there are 20 other homes plus new construction competing with you. So make sure you know your facts. Remember, knowledge equals power, ignorance equals fear. And our closing point is about closing, point number six. Asking for the signature is one of the places that you've got to have courage. If you don't ask, you'll never get the signature. Taking the risk of hearing no takes guts. Again, be less cowardly and more courageous. So remember the definition of closing is the logical ending to a great presentation. If you didn't have a great presentation, no wonder you're having a tough time having the courage to close. So upgrade your presentation skills and your ability to close will take care of itself. Jules, let's hover there for a second. Related. Yeah, go ahead. Jules, let's hover there because that's really important what you just sure. said. So when you guys are getting to the point, or if you don't feel yourself or hear yourself asking questions that result in a signed contract, right, it's because you are fearful and you're being cowardly of what might happen as a result of you asking for the signature. Your mind is telling you, well, they might say no. Your mind is telling you, well, what if they ask a question that's going to maybe expose some level of ignorance that you might have? We all have levels of ignorance, guys. You don't take it personally. They might ask a question that would result in you – getting rejected. They, you know, all kinds of different things. That's what happens in our minds when we're, and that's the reason a lot of agents don't close because they, they are, their egos are telling them that they can't handle the ramifications of the no, or by the way, they can't handle the ramifications of the yes. What happens if I take this listing? I'm going to have to stage the house. I'm going to have to do these things. I'm going to have to, you know, it, depending on where you are in your career, I might have to order a real estate sign. So guys, here's the thing. When you use our pre-listing pack, when you follow our listing presentation, literally, as Julie just said, there is no closing because the presentation, the pre-listing pack especially, uh, and the listing presentation is in the closing for you. There is no stress. There is no tension. By using the system, coaching clients, I'm talking to you, future coaching clients, I'm talking to you. When you use the system that we created for you, all the tension, all the big heavy lifting questions that all of us live in fear of hearing from sellers that put you back on your heels, that create stress, that make it so that you're, you know, apprehensive to work with sellers. All those questions are eliminated ahead of time. By the time you get to the seller's house, there is virtually no stress because all of that has been eliminated with the pre-listing pack ahead of time. I don't know how to emphasize it any more than that. You've got to be using um, the pre-listing package and following the listing presentation. And when you do, you will be loving listing appointments because they'll be easy. And guess what? The sellers don't want to have that tension in their house either. They don't want to be putting, well, most of them who aren't sociopaths, they don't want to be in a situation where, you know, they're making you uncomfortable. 
they don't want to work a long day and have you in their house and basically have to feel like they're having to arm wrestle with you over stupid things. They don't want that any more than you do. And when you send a pre-listing pack asking or answering all the questions, some of which they hadn't even thought to ask you yet, and those are all limited by the time you get there, they are so appreciative of the fact that you have done this homework ahead of time. You are bringing to them a professional approach to how you go about selling homes, that you will get the listing sometimes just for the fact that you had a pre-listing pack, even if they never even looked at it. <laughs> you know, that's the that's truth. true. That's so true. <laughs> so, so, guys, if you're finding yourself being fearful of closing, you need to accept the fact that you are being cowardly. You can change it. And we, have, in the sake of what we're talking about now, have taken um, all the issues away in terms of what to do, what to say, how to say it, what to, you know, in what order to do it. It's all done for you. Um, so, guys, uh, we had need to round the bend on today's radio show. A couple shout-outs. First of all, uh, Inman Select readers are the most cutting-edge agents there are out there. I read Inman Select. I find myself reading Inman Select now more than I even read <laughs> Bloomberg or CNBC. The topics that Inman brings um, to the table are the things that everyone's going to be talking about in our industry in the future. And sometimes they're on the really, really, really ragged edge, and it makes people mad because it seems like they're being partisan to one side or the other of a particular argument. But I know the guys there. They're fantastic. Do their reporting with integrity. If you're not an Inman Select uh, member, and it really is like a club, you really are truly missing out. You need to seriously consider uh, becoming an Inman Select uh, reader. Listen, you get lots of great value just by going to Inman and reading. And you know, our blog, uh, this radio show is there, and you don't, you know, you don't have to pay to listen. But for Inman Select, that's you taking your um, seriousness, if you will, about your real estate career to the next level. So I strongly encourage you to uh, become an Inman Select member. I, Julie, and I have been since they first started offering it, um, and I love it. I mean, I get a lot of inspiration and motivation for the uh, radio show from listening to Inman Select. So, uh, Julie, are you still on? I am. Okay, good. So, guys, listen, um, we love doing this radio show, and I have uh, – we're going to – actually, Julie, I have to announce this because it's so exciting. Sure. Very <laughs> soon, guys, we're going to have over a million listens, and that is a huge accomplishment, and it's only because of all of you. You guys have made this the number one listen to radio real estate show, real estate radio show, sorry. You guys are the ones that are basically telling us what you want to hear, what you want us to present on, and we sincerely appreciate it. So thank you for making this the number one listen to radio show. Thank you for uh, really sharing this with all your real estate compatriots, and thank you for um, instilling uh, in us the confidence and the motivation to continue taking this radio show to the next level. If you have any particular topics that you want Julie and I to drill down on, if there's something that you're feeling that we're not really focused on that we should be, you've got to email us, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And trust me, we will consider it. We'll take it to the mat. We are considering also um, opening the radio show up and making it a talk radio show, uh, though there's obviously a lot of complexity with that. But if you, want it, if you think that you would be a good guest for the radio show, again, email me and I'll have our producer follow up with you. And again, thank you for making this the number one listen to real estate radio show. And if there's ever anything we can do for you, obviously you have my email address. And also remember, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, Julie, my dear, great content today. And yes. we'll talk with all of you on the radio tomorrow. 
So like a lot of you, our business is growing quickly. I mean, matter of fact, since the beginning of the year, we have added between coaches and salespeople over 50 people. And one of the <laughs> constant challenges we have is, like you, communication. So how do we all keep in contact with each other? We have actually upgraded our entire systems to VTech phones. Now, I personally was very fearful of getting into the whole, you know, figuring out what phone system to use. And I was very tempted to even do what a lot of you are probably doing, just say, well, the heck with it, I'm just going to go with the cell phone and use that for everything. But unfortunately, cell phones have a lot of limited use. The dropped calls, the receptions, the audio quality, all that good stuff. That's the reason that we are looking for a really great solution, and we went with VTech phones. And now the wonderful thing about VTech phones, and I'm going to give you guys some more specific, specific information about that now, is that they're just so easy to use. They're just plug and play. You don't need an IT guy. You don't need to call out you know, your phone guy. It's simple. It's an elegant solution that all of you need to seriously consider, whether it's just you and an assistant, or it's you and your in your team, or frankly, the VTech four line small business phone system might even be perfect if you are working out of your house and use it as your home phone. VTech's new four line small business phone system is the perfect solution for small business owners that need to install a phone system that has the qualities and features that they have previously only been available for companies with bigger budgets. The new system is the most affordable and easy to install four line system on the market. The four line small business phone system components include the main console and the optional of expandable cordless desk sets, cordless accessory handsets, cordless headsets, and speaker phones, allowing the system to grow alongside a business up to 10 extensions. The VTech four-line small business phone system components are available in stores and online at Office Depot, Office Max, and Staples, as well as online at vtechphones.com. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.